0: Hello and welcome. My name is the Alpha Female and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, Manny's Bushwhacker Luke here. 2015 Hall of Famer and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern day Viking gunner and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus tolders and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk.
1: Hi, this is Leva Blue Pants Bates and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mount and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, <laughs> fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And, and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my yeah. God! <laughs> That's a crazy. We've had 70-degree weather here. For, I mean, we really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're spitting snow. So,
0: my name is carl carafell joined alongside chris best and this is turnbuckle talk episode number 344 new life that's right new life is upon us when it comes to the nwa stick around with us to the end of the show as that is what our main topic discussion is going to be this week chris how are you doing i'm doing pretty
1: good i wish i could say that we're talking under better circumstances i want to preface our show tonight and get send out a heartfelt condolences to the families that were lost in a senseless tragic shooting that happened in our city last night but let's move on and let's talk wrestling because that's that's going to be therapeutic tonight
0: It definitely is, and therapeutic as well as having Noob here with us. Thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate you, my friend, coming in and supporting the show as you generally do. Absolutely fantastic. And I hope you are doing well, Noob. We're going to be starting off today's program talking about somebody who um, I guess is still doing well, but maybe not so well either. And that Mm -hmm. is Steve Borden. Or, as everyone may know him, Sting. So now Sting decided for himself that he will be retiring. He has had quite the run in professional wrestling, nearly 40 years. He has been in the business working with WCW, TNA, WWE, AEW, and many others in the ring and outside of the ring. Friends with likes of Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Sid Vicious, um, a plethora. Yes, we're bringing that word back again. Oh, um, yeah. People that he has been in the ring with. The guy is 64 years old, and he announced that he's going to be stepping away from the squared circle i am okay with this i absolutely love steve i love the character sting that he had and created and he has given us such an amazing career oh that he does that that's just he's just on a whole other level you know <clears throat> long before he was teaming up with people like Darby Allen, Kurt Angle, and even Lex Luger. He made a name for himself alongside Jim Hellwig, or as people may know him, the ultimate warrior or warrior, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> um, That was an absolute fantastic time as well. Going by, you know, a variety of different names, but, uh, really coming together uh, with the Blade Runners moniker. Yeah.
1: So one of my favorite moments from Sting's career, absolutely the final match with Ric Flair on Nitro. Just what an emotional send-off that match was for that company. Sting was... By and large, he was a true and pure WCW guy. He was the last one that WWE managed to sign as far as WCW guys go. WCW main eventers go, I should say, because there's a lot of undercard guys that still haven't signed with the WWE. Right.
0: Yeah, noob, Ultimate Warrior and more noticeable RoboCob. Oh, yeah. Like, how can we forget that? We can't, can't forget that. Steve has gone on to do some amazing things um, and and really able to change his character and still kind of keeping the face paint and keeping who he is. But going to a little bit of that darker side when the NWO had shown up and we kind of got the uh, crow sting that came into being um, still really able to keep who he is and adapt it.
1: Right to this different character. Yeah, Um, that whole build towards uh, the the match with with Hulk Hogan, one of WCW's best told storylines, in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. just did not like the way it ended. Would have ended with with Sting holding the title high with no shenanigans.
0: Right. <clears throat> right. Now, Sting would be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2016. Yes, really only having been in the WWE for only a couple of years. He went back or he went to finally showing up in 2014. And yeah, Bobby, he was definitely a TNA guy as well. Bobby, thank you for popping in. I appreciate you, my friend. Uh, the Crow Sting is more iconic than Surfer Sting, says Noob. I would 100% agree. Yes. I'm on. I'm on both sides of the fence of that because Sting,
1: as a whole, is just iconic. You know, because I I yeah. love the Surfer Sting. He's my he's my first memory of WCW. Actually, him right. and Lex Luger.
0: Yep. Yep. No. Yeah. Exactly. The two of them pairing up together, having uh, fantastic matches as well. And then everything is now culminating with the newest of companies, AEW. So it's being said that at Revolution 2024, he will be retiring, which hasn't actually been given a date as of yet.
1: No, just March 2024 is what they're
0: saying. Right. So at this point, we have no clue when it is going to be. But we do know that for a lot of people, including myself and Chris, this is going to be an iconic time in the world of professional wrestling for the icon Sting to be finally retired. But we say that in a good way, not a bad way.
1: Yes. I mean... I can't think of a time when watching WCW,
0: TNA, or WWE where I did not enjoy Sting. I've enjoyed every part of Sting that I have seen. Every incarnation of Sting that there has been, I have been a fan of. Uh, Surfer Sting had that whole intensity to him that was like just rally you up get you going especially the the, the kids right like all yeah. the, the colorful face paint that he had on him uh really making a visual for yeah, who and he if you, is
1: and if you look at like the early 90s wcw crowd with surfer sting just how many of those kids had sting face paint on their fa- on their face? not just kids but adults too right all painted up like sting
0: I will be completely honest. I have a Sting mask from his time in TNA or Impact Wrestling up on my wall over there. Yeah. Um I saw it when I was at your house yeah. the other
1: day. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: I am a collector of professional wrestling things and memorabilia. And while I have really nothing that has been with someone, I do have things that are for someone and that is my little thing for sting i've got a sting uh i believe i've got a sting figure around here somewhere as well as the mask and uh yeah i'm i'm i love it i absolutely freaking love it bobby i'm so happy that you were doing great i love hearing that my friend um yeah uh, it's, it's just amazing and JJ coming in. Friends, great to see you. How goes it? Well, it goes as good as it can right now. Um, yeah. At the top of the show, uh, Chris just, uh, you know, kind of let everyone know that we had a little bit of a tragedy happen in our city um, involving uh, children and a mm. firearm. And um, it's just it's a it's a. It's a sad, somber day for us here in the city. Our mayor even uh, putting out a press uh, release about the situation. Um,
1: but Just something something that we've said would never happen in our city,
0: and it happened. Yeah. But this is where we can come together with friends and work through it and get through it and uh, feel the love that there should be. So you guys, I love you all. And I'm very thankful that you guys are here joining us. We've talked Sting, we've talked the promotions that he's been with, and you know, we talked TNA or Impact Wrestling. So let's talk a little bit about Impact Wrestling and Bound for Glory 2023. JJ, I know we will all heal as long as we lean on each other, and that's what we're doing. Bound for Glory 2023 took place on October 21st in Illinois, the 19th event under the Bound for Glory uh, chronology. Chrono- chronology, uh, I, I can't spoke today. Chronology, yes. <laughs> oh goodness me! Eight matches were on this show. A very good show from what I have seen, but we do have a couple things to discuss when it comes to Impact Wrestling and this show specifically itself. Now, something that I didn't let you know that we were going to be talking about, and I hope that this is going to be okay, I want to get your reaction to match number three on the card, PCO taking on Moose, Rhino, and Steve Macklin in a Monsters Ball matchup. Did you see what they did before the match? I actually
1: didn't get a chance to check out this match. I did get to see the results. I'm a little bit
0: perplexed by this because I thought uh, PCO was done. Oh, Well, PCO is not done PCO actually coming out just recently saying he's got at least another five years in him. Um, no, I I thought he was done with impact. I thought he was leaving impact or something like that. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, JJ says a good friend of mine was a security guard for a segment with TNA. That's awesome. That's awesome. I would love that. I would love for the WWE to come back this way and, uh, you know, kind of kind of allow for that stuff to still happen and uh, me be part of that. I think that would be really cool. So we won't touch very much on the Monsters Ball then. What I do want to touch on is how they come to the matchup itself. Okay. So essentially what happens is each competitor is locked in a room in the dark for a 24 hour period before being released to go to the ring and do the match. What do you think of that style of gimmick to come into a matchup like a monster's ball?
1: It kind of makes me think of that. uh, Remember when Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan had that feud in WCW where piper went and spent like a week at alcatraz
0: Mm, right yes
1: it it kind of remember it reminds me of that i kind of like it kind of don't because i kind of know that it's kayfabe
0: you know right it's gimmicked for sure yeah
1: like uh i wouldn't mind if they if to add some sense of reality if they had like a live stream on youtube with them (laughs) locked away for 24 hours or something like that
0: Hey, impact wrestling. You use it, give them credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fantastic idea, just, actually.
1: Just something to keep the realism up. And it doesn't have to be just them actually locked in there for 25
0: hours. It could be two hours and they just loop it over or something like that, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a pretty, pretty cool idea, I think. Yeah. Or they could take a span of a week and and just do it. And create mm-hmm. a 24 hour period and then just play that as a live stream type of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just to add that sense of realism. Like these guys are gonna be psychotic when they get out there and it's gonna be a friggin' every they're gonna kill each other, which typically usually happens in a monsters ball match, anyways.
0: Right, right. And that's the whole idea behind this is you seclude them, you put them in this room for 24 hours, and they're gonna come out and just be rabid, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think it's a very cool idea. I saw a lot floating around on social media. A lot of people uh, saying that they thought that it was, uh, uh, you know, ridiculous and and not a good idea. And why why do why are they doing this? And I mean, it's all just it's all show. It's all part of the show, and I like that little aspect of the show. A little bit of breaking news: Lexus King's in-ring debut is up next. Nice. So if you guys want to hear anything about. What's happened with uh, with NXT tonight and the Halloween Havoc Night One? Make sure that you're sticking with our local establishment and check out Taking Over with Ed and Astrid happening uh, tonight after NXT. I want to go through the uh, Shoot Your Shot Gauntlet matchup that happened. I'm just going to read through the entrance. Just going to read through their names and then we'll talk about the winner and how I am a little disgruntled over it. So we had Dirty Dango, Jonathan Gresham, Rich Swan, Frankie Kazarian, Heath, Brian Myers, Joe Henry, Eric Young, Jordan Grace, Matt Cardona, Bully Ray, Sonny Kiss, Kylan King, Jody Threat, Giselle Shaw, Johnny Swinger, Juventud Guerrera, Kenny King, Eddie Edwards, and Jake something. 20 people. That must have been a long matchup. Um, oh, I'll, maybe not as long as I thought. I'm looking at the times right now, and it only went 28 minutes and 56 seconds. For 20 people, I thought that it maybe could have gone a little longer. But the winner that we got out of this was Jordan Grace.
1: Which I'm happy that she won it. I Because I'm a fan of Jordan. I like her. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. know about her choice, though.
0: (laughs) I am not a huge fan of Jordan Grace. I never really have been. But I'm a fan of this decision. So she actually eliminated Matt Cardona and Bully Ray. She eliminated Bully Ray to win this gauntlet matchup. Now, they called it a shoot your shot because that means that you can vie for a championship within the organization. Jordan Grace has decided to go after the women's championship And this, my friends, is where my gripe comes in. I think it would have been better suited, especially for Jordan Grace, someone who has been shown to be as good, if not better, than the male competitors on the program, eliminating, iconically, Matt Cardona. Woo, woo, woo. Yes, Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona, and Bully Ray. Why would you not allow Jordan Grace the opportunity to go for the heavyweight championship within Impact Wrestling and break those barriers and actually run with the championship for a little while? Mm -hmm. especially with what is going to be happening, which we're going to touch on. Why would you not allow that and have that as a way to embrace what is coming for impact wrestling? JJ, I agree. She deserves it. She has definitely gone through and done what she has to do to earn this spot, and I am definitely okay with it. What, what What are your thoughts on that, Chris? On, uh, you know, like uh, Jordan Grace and the choice that she made.
1: I kind of, um, I'm kind of excited to see her mat her her match with uh, Trinity. I'm mm-hmm. slowly starting to get back into watching Impact because, from what I hear lately, it's actually been not a bad product. Oh. Um, but I really feel like maybe she should have picked the world heavyweight title. Right. Um, I just hope that let's just say she did do that, that she wouldn't have turned into another, um, Tessa Blanchard for one thing. I don't think she would have. She, I don't think she has that attitude that Tessa does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with you, Bobby. It was great to see Sonny Kiss. Inside yeah, the impact. Great. Right? That, that's, you know, when
1: I see when I saw him come to the ring and that, I was like, good. I like that LGBTQ representation. So
0: right? and you had it and, there with Giselle Shaw as well.
1: Yeah. But because <sighs> I know how powerful Jordan Grace is, I feel like she's gonna dominate Trinity.
0: <laughs> right. Like, for me, it almost feels as though it's a losing situation no matter what for Trina. Because we've seen Jordan Grace going out there, mixing it up with the guys. We've seen her going out there with some of the best, like Jonathan Gresham. We've seen her do all of that. It's going to be
1: like when China challenged Ivory for the women's title.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it, does feel that way.
1: And... China just beat the living crap out of
0: her, right? <laughs> Definitely. It feels that way. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, this, she could have, you know, said that she's going to go after that championship, but then maybe, um, maybe, maybe something else
1: she changes her mind or
0: something like that. Right. It's, it's a possibility.
1: And I'm not knocking Trinity in any sort of way, because Trinity, she's been known to be that that woman who just comes out of nowhere and still gets the win
0: somehow. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know what, Bobby? Maybe they did. Maybe that's exactly what they wanted. They wanted Trinity versus Jordan Grace. Um, This.
1: Yeah, because this could also be a push for Trinity as well.
0: True. I mean, if Trinity decides that she's keeping that championship and uh, that championship is retained over Jordan Grace, that's a huge, huge win for Trinity that uh, is just going to solidify her as that champion as well. So, yeah, I mean, Jordan Grace has a year, has a year. The winner received a trophy and a contract that they can invoke anytime within 1 year for a championship okay, sure. match of their choosing.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty much like the money in the bank then.
0: Right. Right. So I mean definitely it'll be interesting to see and I mean she could always change her mind. Mhm. Yeah. Well,
1: because as you said, championship of her choosing. So, as you said, she could change
0: her mind. Yep. Speaking of changing minds, the WWE has flip flopped on a few things over the last little while. Mm-hmm. And it appears as though now they are going to be. Using things that they have trademarked. The WWE applied for a trademark for WWE Superstars of Tomorrow earlier this year. Now, we're already October. So, early this year is when they filed a trademark for this. According to the Sports Business Journal, a Superstars of Tomorrow docuseries is in the works. It's said that the show will follow participants in WWE's Next In Line program and have superstars of tomorrow set to broadcast after a Bianca Belair and Montez Ford reality series has aired on Hulu. I'm excited for this. Um, especially this whole next in line program that's going on, like this began back in 2021. And the next in line program kind of gives a pathway for uh collegiate athletes to break into the WWE. Right. Um, you know, you get like uh Gable Stevenson, um, who is part of that, as well as basketball player, uh, twin sisters Hannah and Haley uh, Kavinder. Um, college football player joe spivak Uh um and joe spivak is actually performs on nxt as tank ledger right now and they actually added and i'm not going to go through them all but they actually added 15 new collegiate athletes to its next in line program earlier this year so for them to take these individuals and create a docu-series is fantastic. It brings me back to the days of watching Tough Enough.
1: Yeah, I'm actually surprised you went back that far because I was thinking <laughs> of uh the old uh, network series that they had. Uh, I think it was called Proving Ground, where it showcased right. current NXT wrestlers at that time. Because right, I remember Baron Corbin being on that show when he was the first time he he had his run in NXT.
0: Yeah.
1: And it showcased not just their lives in the ring, but their lives outside the ring as well.
0: That mm-hmm. show. Now, this one, to my understanding, is only going to be their ring work, their training into the professional wrestling and not necessarily the a lot of the outside. So that's why that, I bring it back to more like the tough enough.
1: Yeah, and that excites me too because uh, I I like watching the training videos that they have on uh, WWE's YouTube page for whoever's in the uh, the performance center classes nowadays. So
0: the WWE has been around for over fifty years; they know what they're doing, and I'm very happy that they know what they're doing. Because that continues to give us more and more to watch, to talk Mm -hmm. about, and to be excited about. Hmm. We will have to see. I'm hoping that something is released in the next little while to kind of let us know that uh, this is in full swing. And when we may even get... To see this happen. Now you said it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you said it's
1: going to air on Hulu, right?
0: It is very, very possible that it will. Uh, the docu series is said to um, broadcast after uh, Bianca Belair and Montez forward reality series after that has aired on Hulu. Okay, so
1: it's a possibility that we get it on Disney Plus here in Canada because what comes to Hulu in the U.S. comes to Disney Plus for
0: us. Right. I hope it does. I definitely hope it does. There, I think uh, the inclusion of all of this stuff in, uh, you know, the outside of the professional wrestling realm it needs to really happen to get a showcase put on to that. Hey, hey, Ed, thank you so much yeah. for jumping in. I really appreciate you being uh, one of the people with our local establishment that actually comes and supports us here during the Monday night show. And for turnbuckle talk, I appreciate you, my friend. Uh, we've already said it once. We will say it again, follow our local establishment after this show to be checking out taking over with ed and astrid and uh they're going to be talking all things nxt for you especially after this night one of halloween havoc for nxt chris you know that i always have myself in hand a dr pepper no matter where I go, I have got a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. So let's see what we can do to get this hashtag going on every social platform. Hashtag Dr. Pepper sponsor, Carl Carafel. What are you drinking right now, Chris?
1: I've got actually some Rogue Energy Strawberry Watermelon in my cup right now.
0: <laughs> strawberry Watermelon Rogue Energy Drink. I think that's one of the ones included right here. And if that didn't entice you enough, how about? We tell you that you can even get 10% off your order every single time that you make a purchase with RogueEnergy.com. All you have to do is use our promo code OLEPODS. Yeah, 10% off is a lot in this day and age. Definitely go and check them out for some amazing energy drinks, zero sugar, vegan-friendly, gluten-free, zero crash, gives you everything you need, all the good stuff in one place for you. Rogueenergy.com. Use that promo code OLEPODS at the checkout. Noob is definitely looking forward to talking about the NWA. We are going to be there very, very shortly. We've only got a couple more quick things to cover before we get to that. Chris, do you like Broadway?
1: I do. I like some Broadway plays. I'm not going to lie about that.
0: Professional wrestling has been called Broadway in tights before. Yes, it has. And one man, yeah, it definitely has been. And one man is looking to take that and turn it into an actuality. Well, there's a possibility of that. AEW star Chris Jericho has discussed about branching out and possibly performing on Broadway. Where he says, I never, ever... I just added that in there just because it's Jericho. Put myself in a box for anything that I do. I'm an entertainer. If I said I wanted to play center for the LA Kings, it's probably not going to happen. But if I say I want to do Broadway, why not? I can act. I can sing. I understand what it's like to be in front of a crowd. Anything that's in that world for me, I'm open to it i could get an offer to do broadway tomorrow and if it came my way i would seriously consider it i never thought i'd get an offer to play an ex-rock star father who is now a horse breeding farmer so what do you think about that about jericho maybe branching out
1: i mean i said this years ago the first time i watched rent um, I said that Chris Jericho would be perfect to play Roger in that play. Roger in oh, the play yeah. is, a, is is a rock singer. Jericho yes. is a rock singer, and he and Jericho has the same look that Roger does, the same exact look. <laughs> and he wouldn't be, yeah. He actually did do an MJ a Broadway segment with MJF. That was. Yeah. Friggin' hilarious, by the way. And Jericho yeah, wouldn't oh, yeah. be the first the first wrestler who uh, made that foray into Broadway. Bret Hart did it quite a number of years ago in Toronto for uh, Aladdin, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yep, for Aladdin. Yep. Yeah, he definitely he did. He played genie. genie. Yeah. <laughs> really, really cool. And and I think that uh, you know professional wrestlers who can do that singing aspect of it as well could really foray themselves into broadway and really really make it work we've seen a number of times where actors have done the exact same thing whether it be like russell crowe or um uh, uh Hugh Neil Jackman. Harris does it. yep Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick
1: Harris does it all the all, time
0: yeah right like I, I think Les Mis Les Miserables Um, You know, Mm -hmm. it had Hugh Jackman inside of it, right? Like, you got all these different actors that can do it. I think Jericho would absolutely kill it in a good way if he decided to do Broadway.
1: And if I could pick a play for him to do right now, I don't know if it's still running on Broadway, but Rock of Ages (laughs) would be perfect for him.
0: (laughs) Right. There's always somewhere... That is doing uh, doing uh, Broadway, uh, and and you know, like they kind of they kind of space it out. So, like you'll have this area that's doing uh, like Phantom for a while, and then it'll go. This area is doing Phantom, and then this area, and then this mm-hmm. area. Right. So, it's always out there and available.
1: Yeah, yeah, they tour. They tour
0: the place. <laughs> oh yeah, I want to give a huge shout out to Gunther. Gunther, as of October 23rd, 2023, has hit 500. And he celebrated simply by putting a photo of himself with that beautiful, precious intercontinental championship and a quite dapper looking black and white suit onto X with just the number 500. Mm -hmm. Good for him. I am happy for him, and I am looking forward to 500 more.
1: It's going to be strange the day he drops that title. It's going to feel very strange seeing somebody else with the Intercontinental title. And I said the same thing about Roman Reigns as well. It's going to be strange when those two men drop their respective
0: championships. Right. Bobby's wondering... And interested to see who could be the next challengers for Gunther. Well, you said challengers,
1: so uh, we got Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano having their problems with Imperium, right? One of them too. What if
0: maybe? What if? What if it's Imperium themselves?
1: And then you bring in Deck. Oh, yeah. No, I, I see what you mean. Be either Vinci or uh, Kaiser, right? I was right? thinking with Imperium this... fighting with DIY, and then you bring in Dexter Loomis mm-hmm. as part of that feud.
0: Dexter oh, Loomis—he you know, it... could be another guy. Yeah, he definitely could be. But yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking Imperium next for Gunther. Who better to do so than either one of those two? Vinci or Kaiser they know him so well they have worked Mm -hmm. with him for how long and it almost seems as though and rightfully so Gunther is on that next level already and is kind of looking down a little bit on Vinci and Kaiser as Imperium by continuously shunning and telling them that they have not done good enough. When is the breaking point going to happen where they turn on Gunther and make themselves just as good?
1: Just saying. Yeah, I'm (laughs) just trying to think like, but who of the two would be more qualified? I'd probably have to go with Kaiser over Vinci. As much as I like Vinci, I do not like the fact that he's been jobbing a lot lately.
0: Right, but given the dynamic, yes. Given you know how they're the better choice. Right now, he definitely is right, and who knows? Mm -hmm. We could end up with a situation where Vinci causes Kaiser to be, you know, both causes both of them to be ousted by uh, the Austrian Mm Gunther.
1: I forget that he's Austrian sometimes because I, he sounds German to me sometimes when he talks. Right,
0: right. Full circle, same kind of area. Definitely mm-hmm. it is. I want to talk a little full circle now. We are at that point where we are going to be talking about our NWA topic. Before that, though. Bobby has how about Gunther versus Otis or Ivar I would be happy with either one of those choices both those well.
1: matches both those matches would just be them two slugging each other for about 20 minutes and I, I'd be
0: right sitting here just enthralled by what I'm seeing chop fest to the max it would be a chop fest potay <laughs> yes, it would.
1: I know that, National, I, I want him to oh, go back to Chad Gable at some point,
0: too. Yeah, that'd be cool as well. The National Wrestling Alliance. A promotion owned by rock singer. Um mm-hmm. I guess maybe. William Patrick Corgan. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) William Patrick Corgan. Or Billy Corgan from The Smashing Pumpkins. Mm -hmm. Okay, it has taken a while. It has taken a long freaking while. But I told everybody, please do not give up. Noob says Rockstar will you we'll take that We'll take that Billy Corgan rock star. It has taken a while to get to where we are now with the NWA and I told people don't sleep on them make sure that you're still supporting and following the NWA no matter the shit that they have to go through and coming full circle, We now have this first piece of news when it comes to the NWA, which could be a very good thing for a number of different promotions across the world. Yes, I'm saying the world, domestically and internationally, as they are bringing back the territory system. There was a press release that was put out from the NWA saying that the NWA embarks on historic territory system revival under the leadership of President William Patrick Corgan. I'm not going to read through the entire thing. I'm just going to give you the cliff notes. The -hmm. first territory for the lightning one era. That's what this is being called. The lightning one era is NWA Exodus pro Midwest. The territory is actually led by NWA world's heavyweight champion EC3 and that more territories are being explored domestically and internationally. Oh, yes, (laughs) I am excited for this. As long as things are done smoothly, I know there's going to be hiccups. I 100% know that. What do you feel, Chris? How do you feel about territory systems coming back?
1: So I brought that. We talked about this with OMD a couple of weeks ago as well. I feel like it's the best thing for independent workers right? independent wrestlers right now. Because each when the territory system happened in the 70s and 80s, each territory had their own style of wrestling. That's how all the wrestlers that we've grown up, like Ric Flair, Sting, we talked about Sting earlier. That's how right. they grew up and gained their seasoning through the business. And the NWA introducing this territory system is perfect for that. Because <laughs> now we're going to get wrestlers who can develop their own style. Right. Um I kind of want to see it come to Canada. I kind of want to see maybe something like the CWE get involved in it somehow. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, talk to Danny Duggan.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would absolutely love that. I hope that uh, that that the branching out will come to Canada, and that uh, you know a company that actually does come through here could be included in that now if you do want to see and read through the full press release it is available Uh, you can take a look at at nwa on x formerly known as twitter and they do have that there um it's been a little while that this has been out but we really haven't delved too, too deep into all of it and and the excitement around the NWA. It's really slowly starting to come to a full head. Um, The inaugural celebration of the historic affiliation was marked by uh, NWA Presents uh, Sam Hain on October 28th. 2023 hosted at the Temple Live in Cleveland um, so I think it's absolutely fantastic now you will have to go back to October 9th of 2023 for this uh, official press release on the return of the territory system but please go and check that out if you want to see and uh, read more mm. on the territories coming back The big piece of news, though. (laughs) Big, big piece of news. Bobby, I'm glad. I'm glad you're excited for it. And and I'm really hoping that a lot more people get behind it. Um, We did have a little bit of a downward spiral with them. And um, unfortunately for a lot of people, um, Tyrus was a catalyst for leaving and not being a supporter of the National Wrestling Alliance anymore. But I'm hoping that all of these things, including, yes, this piece of news, noob, the NWA is going to be going on television with a top 20 network. NWA owner Billy Corgan announced last week that the National Wrestling Alliance has signed a television deal with the CW Network. Ooh, dude. Does this have you excited? Yes,
1: because I've got three different CW, uh, CW networks on my cable So that means just more wrestling for me. (laughs) Right. Um, I'm very excited um, because of the fact that they used to run their shows on YouTube and because I couldn't catch their shows on YouTube whenever they aired live and just had a little bit of trouble trying to find them on YouTube. Having them on the network is going to make it a lot easier for me to find them because I can just PVR the episodes if I'm going to miss them and then go back and watch them when I want to. Right. I think but it's going to be absolutely
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah. The scene, seeing the NWA on a more national level does have me very excited. I'm wondering what kind of Canadian TV deal they may snag in the future. Uh, if that does happen.
0: Right. Right. If it hasn't happened already. Mm-hmm. Right. So now Noob, Noob is posing a question saying which wrestlers from the NWA uh, you want to see on TV. My short answer for that, all of them except Tyrus.
1: Well, Tyrus is done now, so.
0: (laughs) I know, but you never know. They may, you know, kind of bring him back for whatever reason. All of them.
1: But the one guy I'm very excited to see back, I can't remember what his name is in NWA right now, but Trevor Murdoch
0: right yes trevor murdoch i am definitely okay with that as well yeah um tim storm oh, camille yeah. right. right i forgot about tim storm oh, how could you forget tim uh, storm
1: i don't know because <laughs> he was one of the he came up in the original nwa territory system
0: yeah you did 100 percent, he did
1: i'm also excited because of the fact that right now on ovw we're getting ec3 and jesse godders i'm excited to see jesse godders on my tv right it's
0: it's it's fantastic um bobby bobby is saying uh tom latimer yes oh yes and then posing the question, do you guys think we'll see the NWA bring in former WWE wrestlers?
1: Um, they really already well, have. We, we already. Uh, EC3, Trevor Murdoch. Um, Lance Cade, when he was living, was a part of NWA for a time. Right. James Storm, who's also been a part of NWA. I want to see again on my screen.
0: Chris Adonis. Yep. Yeah. Um, EC three homicide. Uh, Jordan Clearwater, a name that I don't know if you're very familiar with, Chris. I'm actually um, not.
1: Yeah, I'm not actually familiar with a lot of the NWA women's wrestlers, but I'm very excited to see that. I'm excited. Jordan to see is
0: a male.
1: Oh, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> that's okay. That's okay.
1: So, uh, I apologize, Jordan. But no, even the NWA female wrestlers, I'd be very excited to watch as well.
0: Oh yeah, 100%. Definitely, because there is some great female professional wrestlers there as well, including the likes of Camille, Kenzie Page, uh, Kylie Alexa, oh, yeah. uh, La Rosa Negra, uh, Missa Kate, Max the Impaler, Samantha Star, yep. and very close to my heart, Angelina Love. Oh, that's right. She's there too. I, I,
1: geez, see, see, I'm so excited about this whole roster thing. Like this is, this just opens up that we did. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. This just opens it up even more that that plethora of wrestling companies to work for and get exposure on.
0: Right. And now we do have to mention as well that backstage, there is some amazing personnel that are there, including Billy Corgan. Um, Jazz, acting as a producer. Yep. Medusa, working as a producer.
1: She's another woman who came up through the original NWA territory. Yep.
0: Pat Kenny, working as director of talent relations and the executive producer. Tom Pritchard, producer. Tom's got a mind for it. And Raven as a producer i thought
1: raven was still with mlw but all right (laughs) raven's got raven's just one of those dudes that if he if he if he came to you and said hey i want to be a producer for your wrestling company you hire him
0: right no questions
1: about it you hire him
0: (laughs) exactly Exactly. Now, Raven may be doing uh, work with both. Um, It could very well be this list that I have may even be just a slightly outdated, which I think it might be. Um, Bobby is mentioning uh, Ruthie J. Yes. As well as Joe Galley on commentary. Yes. Joseph Galley, Kyle Davis um, working on commentary. May Valentine as an interviewer, but it also includes my friend Jamie uh, or Velvet Sky as commentator,
1: which yeah, I she's do actually, believe she actually
0: just is like leaving,
1: I managed to catch some of her commentary. She actually wasn't bad at it. But what I'm right. curious about with this TV deal and the territory deal happening is how is that TV deal going to work? Are we going to see like the best matches from each territory each week or what? Because the way the territory know. and the way territories and TVs worked at that time is if you lived, say in the St. Louis area, you got the St. Louis territory. If you lived in Toronto, you got Maple Leaf wrestling, which was part of the NWA as well. Well, we also got right. Maple Leaf wrestling up here as well. So yeah.
0: Noob. I definitely want to touch on this because I agree fully with you on a few of these sentiments that you were making. It says, I would love to see Natalia Markova on TV. Because she's a star. I mean, I Uh like to see her on the NWA, but I know that she's built like a WWE star. Yes, she is. Markova is built like a WWE star, but I am happy that I can still see her on the NWA and that she isn't just a wasted talent that is there and that she is being used I would love to see more of her for sure.
1: Now, the next company I want to see secure a proper TV deal is MLW now.
0: Yes. Yes. I agree with that. I want to see that as well.
1: This just makes me just so much more excited for wrestling as a whole again. Just knowing that we're getting the NWA back on our TV, we've got WWE, we've got AEW, we've got MLW, we've got YouTube to actually uh, for all kinds of wrestling content, or fight or, or the Fight TV app if you subscribe to that as well.
0: Right. So, yeah, the list that I have here is just slightly outdated. It still lists Tyrus as the world's heavyweight champion. Yeah, he so hasn't been champ for months. Things, so. Yeah. Few of these things could be just slightly outdated mm-hmm. whether here or there or around the square we know that we will be getting more professional wrestling including markova um noob says you mean like she was in aew uh, markova was great but yeah she'll be easily lost in the shuffle yeah Uh, unfortunately that did happen in aew and i think that uh, really boils down to uh, still the growth of aew and them wanting established names
1: yeah because what happened was when she was there they were signing people left right and center and there were quite a number of wrestlers that got lost in the shuffle we talked about sunny kissed earlier he got lost in that shuffle as well
0: yes bobby that is correct mm-hmm. yes since nwa 75 velvet sky has not done commentary for the nwa
1: yeah i was gonna say i thought she moved over with uh april mendez's company there glow uh you mean women of wrestling that, yeah sorry
0: yeah <laughs> it's all good it's all good yeah. it's wrestling It's It's wrestling and it's female professional wrestlers getting their opportunity to shine on their own without the inclusion of men sticking their noses in the situations. Uh You all have been absolutely amazing. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming in and uh, sticking around here with us, the four people that have been here for this program. If you are still here with us, I just want to mention a couple of things here before we take our leave on this episode. Scrolling down below, you are going to see the X, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, Kik, uh, YouTube, email address, Discord, all of these different things for our local establishment. I know the majority of you are already fans of and follow our local establishment, but for our new friends... We urge you to go and enjoy all of the content that we have with our local establishment. It is not just all professional wrestling. We have got other things that are over there as well. And if you need to take a moment to pause this, if you're re-watching it to catch each one of those, please do so. Turnbuckle Talk, yes, is international as we are showcased with RealWrestling.net, based out of the UK. They offer news and views by real fans. That includes us, two guys who have worked in the business and are still fans of professional wrestling. Uh, My good friend Nathan over there, thank you so much, Nathan, for the continuous work that you do for us and getting this program out to everyone in the UK with RealWrestling.net. And if you guys are interested in some merchandise from Collar and Elbow Brand, make sure that you're checking out my socials. I'll give you those later. Or you can go to collarandelbowbrand.com. Use promo code JKPODCAST, get 10% off your order. Every time that you do order, a little bit of that does come back to the show. And we put it back into the show as well. Whether it be new lighting or making purchases for different things that are needed. Go and check that out. Or if you don't want something from Collar and Elbow Brand, you could always get some Turnbuckle Talk merchandise, Turnbuckle Studios merchandise, Paramindful, Boar's Nest, Raw Watch Along, uh, Beats and Beatdowns, Got the Pod Life, a lot of different merchandise out there that you can find at carlcarafell.redbubble.com I want you all to go and check that out too. If there's something there that you like, please go ahead and purchase. Chris, where can people find you on the socials? All right, you can find me at Twitch TV, CBRS
1: Entertainment, threads.net. CBestfilms83. Facebook.com Chris.best83. Uh TikTok.com CBRS dot entertainment. YouTube.com at uh Chris Damage83, where I am back to doing some game streaming. I haven't done any on YouTube yet. I gotta figure out my schedule for that. But my Twitch typically I do Thursday and Friday nights, late night streaming. Um you can find me here, 8 p.m. Eastern, alongside this gentleman right beside me, Carl Carafell, and Chris Parrish, and OMD, who is not not with us tonight, doing the Raw Watch Along, where we talk everything under the sun while watching Raw. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, you can also catch me here every Tuesday night, 8:05 Eastern, alongside Carl, and sometimes OMD, doing the Turnbuckle Talk.
0: I make things real nice and simple for everyone. I have a link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Carl Carafel. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash K-A-R-L. K-A-R-U-F-E-L. That is where you can find all of the socials for myself and for Turnbuckle Studios. I appreciate each and every one of you. For Chris Best, and for myself, Carl Carafell. remember everyone, the world's a scary place. Take care of each other.